Hey, sweet sister, welcome to the Shine with Franny show. I'm Franny, and I'm on a mission to help you become stronger, healthier, and more confident using God's word so you can live fully, freely, and fearlessly. I'm committed to bringing you edutaining stories, which is my way of saying I'm going to make you laugh a little and learn a little something at the same time, with the hope that you will be encouraged and strengthened to kung fu kick that darn devil right in the crotch and let him know his rightful place in your life. Girl, he is not the boss of you, so let's claim your freedom and walk in it. All right, sweet sister, you are in the right place if you're also under construction and you need a little extra Jesus and joy in your world every day. I believe that God has a special message for you today. It's about to get hot up in here, so let's go. All right, so if you have been following me for a hot minute, well, first and foremost, thank you. If you've been following me for a hot minute, I'm so grateful for you. And if you're brand new, I'm so glad you're here. Thanks so much for tuning in today. But if you have been following me for a hot minute, you know that I absolutely love doing Reels on the Gram. Now, that's my attempt to be cool 45-year-old way of saying the Gram is also known as Instagram. My nephew's like, uh, Aunt Franny, nobody calls it that. And then I just lose my cool factor. I just go way down below the bar. All right, so if that's you, give me a yes or amen over there. All right, but I love doing these reels. They're the Instagram version of a TikTok video. They're these 15 or 30 second little clips and you can do whatever you want. You can add sound to them. You can add words to them. You can do voiceovers, which are one of my favorite things to do. I think I've always secretly wanted to be an actress. And so it gives me that opportunity to do that. And kind of like use like facial expressions and everything, but I don't have to talk and, you know, have all the inflection and everything right. So anyways, one of the ones that I did probably about a month or so ago, maybe even more, but it was um, a video and I did a voiceover where there was a man and a woman and the woman was kind of interrogating probably something like a psychologist and she was asking questions and she said, well, about how many times did you do that? 10 more. The gentleman responds with more. 20 more. 50 more. And they keep going up incrementally and increasing the number. And she finally gets to 500. And he's like, that sounds about right. And the joke that I made right in the reel related to, you know, what I do with my business tree was how many times have you started a new diet on Monday? About how many diets have you tried? And when somebody says, oh, about 500, that sounds about right. Now, if that's you, sweet sister, you're my people, okay? (laughs) You know, for years and years, I suffered. I shouldn't say suffered. I endured a binge eating disorder. And I could eat an entire cake. And I was known to do that. I could eat an entire cake. I would go to Publix. That's how I would treat myself on Fridays after a hard week of work. And I wasn't drinking at the time. I became sober because that was another vice in my life, an attempt to fill the God-shaped hole in my heart, promiscuity, alcohol, food. The thing about food, though, was it was something that I could access and I could control. And it didn't necessarily have the same, you know, kind of feeling, the hangover and everything that I felt the next day as when I drank alcohol. And then, of course, let's just talk about no inhibitions when I drank alcohol and the stupid things that I did. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. So... I would literally go and buy this cake on Fridays and I would eat the entire cake sometimes that night on Friday night. Now I have a confession and this might be for someone who's listening today. I've also been known, I heard this or maybe I saw it in a movie or something I didn't know, but I, I put the cake inside of the garbage when I was so disgusted with myself. And I thought if someone was watching me or if I was dating someone and they were here on a Friday night, we were watching a movie together and I sat down with a fork and the cake, like what would they say? What would they be thinking? Now, I need you to know, like, I was thinking about what other people would think of me, not about what it was doing to my health. So that's a whole other podcast episode. 
But I really started thinking to myself like, oh my gosh, this is disgusting. And so I went and I threw away the cake and I put Dawn dishwashing soap on it. And about an hour later, I was so just, I craved it. I couldn't let it, like it was an addiction. I couldn't let it just stay there in the garbage without having eaten all of it. I went into the garbage and I scraped off as much as I could of the Dawn dishwashing soap. And then I actually poked through and ate the rest of the cake with the taste of Dawn dishwashing soap. Now, I don't know about you, but I also had my mouth washed out with Dawn as a little girl because I used to swear like a trucker and I would teach kids bad words on the, on the bus ride for money. Okay, don't even get me going. Thank, thank you, Jesus, for saving me. So the reason why I say all that is because, y'all, I know what it's like to walk alongside of you in your struggle. I know that that struggle is real, not to be cliche, but I know how hard it is that we oftentimes will start that diet tomorrow, or I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to, tomorrow is going to be my, my, today's my last day for drinking. Tomorrow, I'm going to start anew. Tomorrow, I'm going to go ahead and cut up my credit cards. Tomorrow, and we keep on saying, tomorrow, I'm going to stop sleeping around. Tomorrow, I'm going to do this. Or even worse yet, how about next Monday? As I just mentioned, one of the clients that I work with, and she said, you know, in the middle of her week, oh, I'm just going to wait until Monday. And I was like, y'all, it is Wednesday. You are not going to go through and sabotage yourself over the next five days and hate yourself even more. We start that next meal. We start today. And so as we unpack that, I want us to think about what I believe to be one of the most dangerous words in the entire English language. And that is simply, you've heard me say it already, the word tomorrow. And so when we hold off doing something that we know that right now we have the power and the authority and the, we literally walk in dominion, we just choose not to use it. And you guys, I'm not saying this like I've arrived. I'm saying this like I have to make this choice every single day. There are days where I want to still eat an entire cake. There were times where just recently in this last year, I was at my niece's birthday party and I ate the icing off of her plate before I threw it away. She was like, I'm done with that. I took that fork and I scraped up like the entire corner piece of icing, like off of this little girl's plate in front of people. Like I had no shame. So I still struggle with this, but it does not control me. And it is not the source of my love. That's from God. And so, as you know, I like to always align things and kind of, you know, dwell, excuse me, dwell. I like to dig deep down in to the word and how this relates. And you know, what came to mind as I was thinking about, and I was talking to my client about this was like, no, we want to start today. We don't wait for tomorrow. We don't wait for Monday. And I thought about the plague of the frogs, which was the second plague right in Egypt with during the time of Moses. And you know, all those different plagues came upon the Egyptians and it was the second one. And you know, the story goes, of course, that God, all of these frogs just were hopping everywhere. Literally, like they were in the bowls, they were in the bed, they were every single place you looked. There were just frogs everywhere. Now, you also may have seen frogs, you know, before from um, Egyptian mythology that they are a sign of fertility. There's oftentimes like a squatting frog that you'll see. So those frogs were fertile. They were everywhere you could ever imagine. And so Moses comes and he says to the Pharaoh, you know, he says, hey, when do you want these frogs removed? Now, what's interesting is during the first plague, right, is that Moses and Aaron, they come and they ask, you know, like, hey, can we pray for you? You know, can we pray to our God for you? And Pharaoh wanted nothing to do with, you know, with them and with their God. And he was still praying to his God, his Egyptian gods. And during this time, then he says, hey, can you, can you go ahead and can you pray for these to go away? So that was really powerful there too 
right? He didn't even know who their God was and he didn't believe in their God. And now he's praying that these frogs go away. And he says, well, when do you want them to go away? You know, Moses asks him and Pharaoh says, well, how about tomorrow? Now, there's a couple things as I, you know, dove into this and I read the, through the commentaries and things like that. And I thought it was remarkable. I love if you guys don't, you know, dive into the commentaries and things, be sure to study the Bible. That is how we create intimacy with the Lord, you know, as, as we get to know, like, wow, that's really fascinating, you know, what the backstory is and the context of things. But, you know, Pharaoh says tomorrow. And so with that, it's almost like he just doesn't believe that God could do it today, right? There are so many frogs. He couldn't possibly do it today. And I thought that was just really fascinating because how often, sweet sister, do you think like that miracle's not for me or today is not my day of my breakthrough or today that is not going to happen. And so it's also, you know, really interesting too, because something yet so small and weak as a frog, right? Like just think about your regular little frog that you might see in a garden, you know, like, but yet it had such power. These frogs were everywhere. And I want you to think about like something that's small in your life that might seem insignificant, that is annoying. Now, hopefully you're not thinking of a person, (laughs) but as you think about something that's small, a small habit, a small behavior, and I don't know about you, but sometimes when people like do little things, I love my mom and all, and you've heard me talk about her in previous episodes, if you've been a listener, but she does little things. And I just sometimes, and I'm like, help me, Jesus, bless her, change me. Like I say, all my little breath prayers, right? Help me, Jesus, help me, Jesus, Lord, give me the serenity, Lord, grant me the serenity. And so sometimes things that seem small or weak or insignificant, they actually have power over us. And for me, y'all, that's a piece of cake. That's an Oreo. That's a double stuffed Oreo or a Samoa. Like, I don't know why, like I wish they wouldn't sell the Girl Scout cookies anymore. I mean, I can tell you, I haven't bought a box in a while. I think that maybe with COVID, Girl Scouts were out this past year. Anyways, I digress. So Moses says, okay, and this is all in from Exodus, Exodus um, 8 verses 1 through 15. So go and read that on your own. I encourage you to dive into it. Read the actual scripture. You hear me say all the time, it's great to listen to podcasts and sermons, but you have to go into the word because God is going to speak something differently to you or maybe something will just, you know, call out to you differently there. So in verse 10, Moses says to Pharaoh, okay, God's going to do it. And he cries out to God. So I want you to ask yourself, what is it that you're wanting God to do? And what are you going to cry out to God? What is your prayer to God? What do you want him to remove? And I'm going to ask you not tomorrow, but today. What is it, sweet sister, that you're going to cry out to God for? Remember that our prayers are so much more significant. And that's exactly what Moses was demonstrating here with Pharaoh. He was proving that his prayer was more significant than Pharaoh's power. That his prayer had more power to be able to make those frogs go away, right? That Pharaoh was powerless over those frogs, like populating, you know, his entire country. We are also powerless if we don't activate the Holy Spirit to be able to get God's power and presence in our lives. And so, so often we get overwhelmed by these things and we just think, oh, forget it. I'll just start tomorrow. Oh, forget it. That's not for me. But we cannot wait, sister friend. The time is now. We know that we don't have, you know, a promise of tomorrow. We know that we can hope and pray for it, that tomorrow is going to be here. But we need to think about what can we do today? What is something that I can change today with God's power? What miracle am I believing for? What miracle am I trusting for that can happen today? 
So the time is always now, sweet sister. The time to do the right thing, the time to make the next best choice, the time to make the right choice, that time is now. Don't wait like Pharaoh until tomorrow, right? Activate God's power, cry out to him, and trust and believe that he will do it. So dear sweet sister friend, I pray that this blesses you today. If so, please, please, please do me a favor. Just hop on over. You can send me a quick email, franny at shinewithfranny.com. You can go on to social. You can share with me, send me a DM. Please, if this did bless you, also share it with someone else. I always love, you know, I get emails and DMs from people and like, oh my gosh, my friend or my friend from Bible study shared this with me and this really spoke to me. So thank you so much. I love when you guys do that. You're helping get the good news out. So thank you so much. Leave a rating and a review. And share this episode with someone. And I just pray that this blesses you. And if that's you, please let me know. Have a great week, sister friend. And until next time, keep shining. Hey, sister, thank you so much for tuning in today. I know life is full, but I hope I can fill your cup to overflow with more Jesus and joy. Well, I hope we're friends on all social platforms. I invite you to click the subscribe button so each episode will automatically download once it's released. Oh, and real quick before you go, if you found value in today's message and you learned something new, please share a rating and write a review. And of course, I'd love for you to share this message with another sister who might be encouraged by it too. Now, get out there and live fully, freely, and fearlessly knowing that that is why you're here. Until next time, shine on, sweet sister.